Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on the Thursday edition, we have got some interesting comments from the commissioner regarding a couple of different stories in the NFL. We will break both of those down. Plus, why does Washington's owner Dan Snyder still have a football team? We will discuss that conversation. Also, a former number two pick is in hot water. We're going to take a look at the quarterback situation in the NFL at Super Bowl 56. Plus, the NFL year-end awards. There are some surprises we could see and you could make some money off them. All of that is coming up next here on the Thursday edition of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, we're good. We're good. We're all good. We're good. Broadcast professionals here. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Oh, man. Well, that's a fun way to start the show. It is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, uh, man. Do I need to hit that? Don't be hit, don't be hitting the gosh darn hey, red button before I know. We are uh, we are good to go. We uh, are uh, off and running. I'm looking uh, Brady in the eyes. Brady's <laughs> looking me in the eyes, looking at you hey, with the other eye pointing at you. I don't have a dumb button over here, so yeah. if something happens, I can't. Yeah, I can't help fine. you. Yeah, we were good. It's all good. Hey, Berto, you would have hit it though. All yeah, right, he's cool. got all you. Right. Yeah, he's got it. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's got you. Don't worry about it. Uh, it is uh, two oh pros and a cup gosh. of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with I'm you here mortified. on FSR. Uh, you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are, making us a part of your Thursday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, Super Bowl 56. Uh, now just a couple of days away. Uh, we've got uh, tomorrow, today and tomorrow. Tomorrow to, to preview the game, we're going to get into some prop bets, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, anybody getting more excited for the Super Bowl, or are you just like, let's get it over here with now? Get it, get it here, please. Fast. You, you know what's happening to me is so I think we talked about this yesterday. The most obvious thing about this game is the mismatch between the D line of the Rams, the O line of the Bengals. Mm. And I remember as the game approached last year, it was the D line of the Bucks. Versus the offensive line of the Chiefs. Mm. And I kept being like, nah, but it's Patrick Mahomes. I kept feeling that way. And then I literally woke up game day. I was like, oh, the Bucks are probably going to win. Like, you started to have that feeling. Yeah, I'm starting to get that feeling, though, and I don't know if I'm overthinking it. No, you're not. I'm starting to get that feeling, and now I think like the Rams are just going to be They're going to dominate, gonna them yeah. Yeah. They're mean, gonna dominate them up front. Yeah. They're going to dominate them up front. If you feel that way, and you're into the gambling side of it, yeah. then uh, maybe that number will start to tick up, and we start to see uh, see that take place to where the line goes from four, four and a half, and all of a sudden the Rams like are five seven. and a half. Yeah, or next, seven. Yeah, or no, seven. Six and a half. Yeah. And uh, we'll speak for yourself. And uh, and then next thing you know, <laughs> next thing you know, it'd be a good line. I tell you that. Yeah, next thing you know, you're uh, you're looking at a better line. But I was saying that yesterday. The closer we get to the game, I just have a bad feeling for Cincinnati, and I don't know why, and I don't like it because oh, I want to see dude, Cincinnati. You said win the they game. were going to get blown out last week. Oh, yeah, but listen, that was a uh, you know that was a uh, you know a different uh, time. You know, I've learned. I, I also thought though the AFC Championship weekend, NFC Championship. I thought I thought that was going to be a bad weekend of games. I was wrong. Yeah. It was great again. It was great again. Yeah. But so. but usually it doesn't always work out that way. I mean, law of averages. You, we've had some unbelievable football in the divisional round to the championship round. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm starting to get worried about that kind of either way of being those. Like, what's the worst Super Bowl you can remember? 
Oh, geez. As far as like be- – Like well, blowout, not even – Like I remember watching the 49ers with Steve Young beat the crap out of the, what, the Chargers that yeah, year? Yeah, that was a bad one. Um, Is that the Chargers? Okay, as far as like non-interesting games, well, uh, look, I liked it, but a lot of people smashed it. Birds, uh, Rams, Rams, Patriots a couple years ago was a bad one. Remember that was like 13-3? It was a low-scoring game. Look, I, was wasn't, into, I liked it. But, it wasn't like a butt-kicking like that. There's been some Super Bowls. like For example, Denver-Seattle. Seattle's Super Bowl that, that they was won. Bad. It, it got off to a bad start for yeah. the Broncos. They never were able to overcome it. Yeah, and no, it, was, it was like a, it was a boring game. Yeah, that was a bad one. Um, and then growing up, man, like a, a Niners Broncos was a fifty-five ten. That was a blowout. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 Cowboys uh, Bills. Uh, that was you know that game was a wipeout. Uh, that, New especially Orleans, the first Indianapolis. one. Yeah, that one. 31-17. That seemed like it was going to be a good game, and then there was that pick six by Tracy Porter. And that it was turned like, the game. Yeah, yeah, it was just over. That was at least good for they like got, half. Got, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's – and look, last year's game wasn't great. I mean, it, it, it was cool to see, you know, a Tampa half full Bay stadium. Tampa dominated Oakland when they won. Yeah. Dominated them on yeah. both sides of the ball. They blew them out, too. Well, Oakland had some issues, you know. I mean, when you're starting center uh, – Tijuana. Yeah, he goes to Tijuana. And, and uh, doesn't gets, come back. Yeah, just <laughs> – like he was. Is, has happens. anybody has anybody found him, Berto? Is, or is he still in Tijuana? Yeah, he had some issues. Still might be in TJ. Can I ask yeah. you guys this? I've never been to TJ. Like, I have it, never been. Oh, so I, can't, I can't. So like, is it hard to come back once you go to Tijuana? Yeah. I've hey, been to Mexico. I'm Cabo. Hey, Berto, you. Why don't we put him up on a little bit of game here? Uh, you go to TJ. Let me tell you something. <laughs> You know, getting get lost out there. There's, uh, you know, Roberto, I mean, is this true? That's correct. Yeah, is this that true, is true, Roberto? That's correct. I, heard, I heard there's a building <laughs> called Hong Kong in Tijuana, <laughs> and and yeah, yeah it's yeah. um, which I found to be quite a contradiction that you'd find a building called Hong Kong in Mexico. Yeah, but, I mean, but hey, you know, there's a lot of things out there. It's under disguise. Um, and look, hey, you, know. Y- you know how uh, if you like go to a place out here, um, like especially in LA, a lot of people that are traveling out here for the Super Bowl, you go, God, it's it's this much money for this? Like it costs, it, like you you want to get a drink somewhere? It's like nine dollars for a dirt drink. cheap in Tijuana, right? I mean, you walk in there with a twenty. And you get it done. You're hammered for four days, and you come back with fifteen bucks. Yeah. And well, you, you who use the hell that, knows? You That's use correct. That fifteen bucks. <laughs> oh yeah, that fifteen bucks that includes tip and you, elsewhere. And you still have a quarter left. <laughs> you to, better to believe use it. Use the, the, the payphone to <laughs> make an emergency call. Really, by the way, how much fun was Tijuana that the guy missed a Super Bowl because of it? He's like, you know what, man? <laughs> I miss. Mean, I give a lot. I don't know what how much I'd give a lot to be able to play in a Super Bowl, and that dude missed it, yeah, because he was partying. Well, yeah. listen, I mean, you know, that's kind of crazy. San Diego is just right over the uh, the border. You uh, you know, things happen when you get there. It's hey, just, man, it's troubling. I interviewed Legarrette Blunt yesterday. Um, how big is he? Okay, so this is what made me think about Super Bowls. <laughs> So he had on one of his Super Bowl rings. I was like, man, I was like, because every time I see somebody with a Super Bowl ring, I've all, I always take it off them and put it on my hand. And he, I was like, you know, so what made you decide to wear this one since you have three of them? He was like, well, this was the first one, da, da, da. And I'm, as I'm listening to him, I go to put it on my middle finger, right? Well, I put it on my ring finger first. And I was like, okay. And I was, I was like, it, my finger was swimming in this joint, right? So I was like, I take it off. And then I put it on my middle finger while I'm talking to him. And then now the, the conversation has stopped. And I'm like, wait, hold on here, man. <laughs> I'm I'm twirling the dude's 
<laughs> Super Bowl ring on my middle finger. So I was like, kind of felt, he was like, oh, man, you got little hands, man. I, was like, <laughs> I grab it off my look at him. Like, so now it's like kind of because we sized each other up. I said, I still got one play left in me. I'm, 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 I'm going to use it on you, right? So I put it on my thumb, and the joint didn't even fit my thumb. <laughs> I, I said, I said, I start. I said, you start to realize in your older age how crazy you really were to do what it is that you did. Like, well, I, hold on. it doesn't answer the question though. How big is Legarrette Blunt right now? He's so big that his and not not fat. He's not fat. He's just a big dude. He's just a big dude. Like, like big dude. Like big yoked up. Like okay. Playing days, would he have weighed more than you? It maybe yeah. the same. It was. Too, it might be maybe the was same. Two seventy. He wasn't two. He would have been man. like two forty five, two fifty, two fifty. Oh, well, like Eddie, Lacy. The, Eddie Lacy was two seventy at one point, right? Yeah, oh, but man. he didn't move like Legarrette Blunt though. Legarrette was he was shifty and could run from you, but he, he had, could run over so you. So he got three wings with what? Two at the Patriots, one, one with, with Philly. Philly. Yeah. Jeez, I don't man. know why, but the first thing I always think of when I think of LeGarrette Blunt is punching that kid from Boise State. Oh, that's back right. Back when he was at Oregon. That's right. So that's like the only thing I could ever <laughs> – it takes me right back so, to that. So here's what's crazy. That's right. So – because there were a lot of, you know, the framing of how that all went oh, down. Some, that, right? that dude deserved to be punched when it was all said. But, but he's never spoke about it. It's never, and, and we talked about it. We talked about it. So he's never spoken about it, but and that was pretty cool, like to go through like his childhood and and just like making it and different things like that leading up to to him being in that moment. Like that's a defining moment, not only for him, that's a defining moment in sports. You know, the fact that he, you know, that happened the way that it happened. It's like a lot of there were a lot of emotions. That was that, that was came it for that. his career at Oregon, right? I think so. Yeah, I think he he, he yeah. left after that. And, and then, and then yeah. I think there was uh, people thought that his draft or Stock, yeah, yeah had gone down. But was, he, was he, that when he Chip, was Chip Kelly was Chip Kelly yeah. still the coach? Yeah, there? Oregon. Yeah, Jeez. he just he became a very villainized person after that. You know, which was interesting because if you go back and watch it. That dude came over and yeah. was yapping and, and touched, yes. touched him, and t- yeah. which like in that moment, dude, I, I I never had an issue with him doing it. It was just though that's always the first thing I think yes, of. Thing. Right. It's weird. Yeah, no, it's not because that was some polarizing s. That was polarizing. It's crazy. Hey, boom, boom, bam. I mean, dropped it. And now after putting his Super Bowl ring on. That man's face felt something different. Yeah. <laughs> that man's face felt something way different than what any of us could ever comprehend or, or even think about or realize, man. The joint was like a toy ring. Like, first off, it was an, it was an amazing, amazing, go- it was a gorgeous ring. It was gorgeous. Was it the uh, Patriots or Philly ring? It was a Patriot ring. Jeez, man. It was gorgeous. I- I'm telling you, it was gorgeous, and it, and it w- could have been a watch. I could have put it on. If, if it opened up like a clasp, I could have used it, like, basically his finger is as big as my wrist. Um. So the uh, Laguerre. I also think about the you know the incident he had in the car with. Uh, wait, wait, who was it? Le'Veon. Le- Le'Veon uh, Bell. There was, was there was that as well too. Well, I, you know he does uh, pain pain medicine. He's got yeah, a company that CBDs he's launched. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. yeah. yeah. Everyone's big into CBDs. Yeah. Carson Palmer was doing it that works. yesterday. Yeah, Carson. Does was it? Doing, man, let me tell you something. I, hold on. I've heard it's like placebo though. 
I mean, I, I guess if it works, it works. It, I mean, it's, you know, when you put it on your joints and stuff like that, you rub it on. So I went, uh, Pat McAfee had just finished up and he was walking off. Uh, I saw him in Hawk yesterday. He was walking off and he, he looked like he, he, let's just say he was tired. He looked tired. <laughs> Did he? He looked real tired. Like he needed to go lay down. And I got up on him. I was like, whoa, bro, why are you smelling? You smell like that. And he was using Carson Palmer. <laughs> and he had put too much on it. <laughs> like, I guess he went to either he took it as a challenge on the show or he, put, or he did it just to see what it was really going to feel like. He smelled really, really gnarly, bro. And I'll tell you what, I was getting contact off of smelling <laughs> what was on him. It was well, pretty. Well, I said, go get some sleep, Pat. That's Radio Row, man. If you want free products that, are, that people are slinging, just go hang out at Radio Row. They're always somebody's always got. It's like the samples <laughs> at Costco. Looked, he looked flush. I was like, "What's going on?" He's like, "CBD oil, man." <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, by the way, have you seen uh, Andre the Giant's ring? Uh, there's a no. picture where you could slide a silver dollar through it. Yeah. Yeah, that's how big his fingers were, Andre the Giant. I'm glad you remember that. I just said. Like, you that's, used to uh, have fantasies about it. No, not really. I oh, mean, there's, a, oh, you know, okay. just. Uh, it's, I just wish we had those drops of, of, of Andrew Luck and Andre the Giant. The, oh, the side-by-side of Andrew they, Luck they and Andre the Giant. They sound identical. Yeah. Like, really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 There's, uh, yeah, you just like. Why like, is Andrew's Luck voice so deep like that? Like it's very, it's know. a very no, deep. He, 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 he reads uh, a lot of books. Yeah, I don't very, know. very. Uh, but at least he didn't set back the Colts franchise at all. So there's that. He uh, should do voiceovers, right? Andrew Luck. Yeah, like a movie for like the Crudes or like some type of voice. Read the Bible. Yeah, I'd he's rather, got one of them type voices. You you think he's got a soothing voice? That's still. Why isn't that a thirty for thirty? By the way, what Andrew why he Luck's left? voice? No, oh. well, I'll be part of it. <laughs> That'd be like an episode, right? Like a 10-minute clip of it. Uh, Uh, You're you're saying he set them back, but no one's ever explored, hey, um, let's just go through this whole story of you had a franchise that tanked, all right? To get you. To get you. You go in and light the world on fire with 11-5 the first three years. Yeah. Win the AFC South. He has these great playoff performances. Then he starts to get pounded and beat up a little bit. And then that's like, yeah, that's That's it. it. That's it. And then they then they bring in a new GM. They bring in a new head coach. You're thinking, all right, uh, he, the first year went well, and then he just decides, you know, one time I stand on the sidelines. Preseason. And you, and you just see Jacoby Brissett look at him and go, Bro, really? That's preseason. It? <laughs> That's like, it. you couldn't have made that decision back during OTAs? Yeah. Before, uh, just to give your ch- team a chance that year? Yeah. And I always wonder why he never shaved his face. <laughs> like he he stayed loyal he the stayed beard. loyal to that but yeah. it was like it I've was a different type of beard i've yeah. never wondered that because i can't grow a beard i can't yeah. either really yeah, you, can, you can grow more than i can i can't get you, it what in is here. that like a well you can sit it's it a mustache but what what's the bottom like what do you consider this is all a it? chin strap it's a chin strap but it's yeah. never with really, a mustache but i've never been but able then to grow a tickler. beard you got the yeah. tickler under there yeah. you know but some people that whole thing what, is what do you covered. mean by the tickler is the tickler that, that is right the here. proper term called the french tickler is that is that's that the a, proper term that's there right, yeah, yeah. i mean are those terms we can say on the air yeah, i, I don't know can yeah, we I don't you know. can say, say, you can say, say okay uh, 
Well, I mean, you hit the the red button before I, I even no, was aware good. of it. Listen, we are good. We, we come into good. it that way. We might as well go into the break that way. <laughs> I'm just saying, I didn't know. You know, I don't know exactly where it came from. Uh, all right, uh, it's nice two tickler, pros though. and a cup of Joe here yeah. on Fox Sports yeah. Radio. Uh, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, just want to stop. He's tickling that mic right <laughs> People don't realize they're listening. They're yeah, being tickled right now. Hey, you're being tickled! Um, Good uh, morning, everyone! Yeah, I've tickled you! I need a cigarette. All right, coming up next, uh, we have got a uh, comment in the NFL. I need a cigarette. The, 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 the situation in the NFL that gets from bad to worse every single week. We'll get into that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up later on this hour, um, we've got uh, we've got an update, an update on a high draft pick. And it is not the uh, high draft picks uh, that host this show, Brady Quinn and LeBar. Come Anderson. with it now! It's uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. it's all good. Uh, so we uh, we've got that uh, that is uh, that is going to be happening here later on this hour. Uh, all right, this so. is another weight room joint right here. Oh yeah, yeah. Is this rage room. rage against the machine, right? Yeah, here, man, this yeah. is another one. Yeah. Dude, this this hit this bump. Yeah. What's what's the lift you needed uh, for rage against the machine? It doesn't matter. What, what you, it, you're uh, going to probably throw a weight. Like I you might, might throw something down. I swear to you, I'm I I, I admit it. I am a full-on meathead to this day. <laughs> yes, that is I correct. will do a rep of like 305, 315 like once a week. Just be like, all right, still got it. Still, like the day I can't do that, it's the day I, it, it's all going downhill for me. But I will put on this to listen to it to do it. Hmm. Yeah. So you just got to do it once. Just once. Just Okay, that's, that's all it. I need. Just need to, it's, 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 you know, it's a little, little check, you know? What was the most deflating moment in a gym recently for you where you're like, man, I can't do it like I used to? My deflating moments are like later on that day. When you're like, I went and ran two miles and I feel like my knee's going to fall off, you know, or like things are cracking and just aching and hurting. You're like, after just a two mile run, that's all it took. That's deflating. Yeah. But you got to imagine you guys played ball for not just in the NFL, but beyond that for what, 20 years. So 20 years of pounding from, from youth football all the way to the end. My issues, I think just come from playing all sports for my entire life and just having different injuries too that you probably should have gotten looked at a little more seriously when I was younger, but yeah, well, listen, it happens. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you know, little little happens. STEM, you, you, know, you don't get it. Things do hard. happen, yeah. man. Uh, all right. do happen, and I stay away from the weight room lately. I wouldn't have a deflated You big moment. swimmer? I feel like swimming's like, once you're, I've, I've got buddies who transition after football, they just swim all the time. I'm like, it sounds great. I just, it sounds boring. I don't want to do that. That's better I in your joints. I walk in water. I walk in our pool. You walk on water? Is it? In, uh, in Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> Penn State, I walk on water. Uh, all right. So uh, let's get into uh, the gift that keeps on giving the uh, Washington football team. Uh, excuse me, the commanders. Sorry. Uh, you know, it should, it should still be the uh, WFT. It rolls off the tongue, by the way. 
Really the Commanders. <laughs> it's just commanders. so it's just so awkward. I, I don't get it. It sounds like a, a joke. Like uh, the NFL would only sign off on that one as payback for all the other issues they've had. But uh, the Washington Football Team slash Commanders slash formerly a name that we can't say because we don't want to get fired. Uh, they've got uh, another issue uh, because apparently um, the situation involving uh, Dan Snyder, the owner, uh, a former team employee, is claiming sexual harassment against Dan Snyder. So Dan Snyder came out and said that. Uh, he was going to hire his own investigators to look into it, which, man, whew, thanks, Dan. We appreciate it. You're going to do your own investigation on an investigation on yourself. Man, that's really something. Uh, but uh, the NFL has shot that down. Roger Goodell had his state of the NFL dress, uh, wait, dress wait. like he does. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Oh. Hold on. So Roger Goodell shot it down. Yes. Okay. All yeah. right. Which Can- doesn't... Doesn't that still equate to it being internal? Thank you. So, so, so here's my it's issue: not as internal as internal. It's, yeah. it's not the team doing it, yeah. but it's the but guy it's, who yes. the owner pays. Exactly. It's the ext- yeah. it's the extended team. It's exactly. not the team, it's, but it's the extended yes. team. That's exactly. it. Like, think about it: you own the yeah. company, right? And and you make a statement like this, and then one of your employees is like, "No, that's not what we're doing. <laughs> we're gonna have the internal investigation. Okay, yeah. do whatever you want, pal. Hey, by the way, I pay you." Dan Snyder, amongst the other thirty-two, owner, you know, thirty-one other owners, Pay him. pays him. Right. But so my issue with this entire thing is, anytime, and I hope people listening understand this, anytime someone says we're having an independent investigation, <laughs> the, the follow the money, follow the money. Who is paying for the independent investigation? That's right. Who's paying for it? It's either the team, as in the Washington Commanders. Or the NFL. So what do you think they're paying for them to do? They're paying for them to come up with something that's either not bad enough and reveals something so they get maybe a little slap on the wrist, but to help with the damage control. That's what this ultimately is. It always is is that. Unless it's a completely outside council that comes in that has, you know, doesn't care one way how this works, that's paying for it. It's all. It's never going to be independent. It's It can't be. It can't be when that's who's paying the bill. And uh, Goodell uh, was obviously asked about the situation uh, yesterday at his State of the NFL address, and here was his response. We'll obviously do an investigation. We've said that from day one. We need to understand what really truly happened in those circumstances and treat that uh, in the best uh, and most serious way we can to make sure we preserve the type of culture we want uh, in the NFL. I do not see any way that... uh, a team can do its own investigation of itself. Uh, that's something that uh, we would do. We would do it with an outside expert that would be able to help us um, come to the conclusion of what the facts were and what really truly happened. Uh, here's my question, because this is now the umpteenth time there's been an issue with the Washington team and Dan Snyder. We, we've, I mean, whether it's you know all the emails that came out, but John Gruden was the only one that seemingly got uh, got heat for it and, and lost his job. All the other things that have happened over the past several years in Washington. How does he still have the team? Like I like, like that's question. like I just and, and maybe Albert Breer, um, who's going to be joining us later on, can get to, to the legalities of it and what you're why you can lose a team and why you can't lose a team. But the only thing I can come up with is, I mean, d- does he know where the bodies are buried? Does he does he have something on somebody in the NFL? Is this to a where, conspiracy theory? I mean, listen, I just wonder. Like, the, it's it's strange because Jerry Richardson 
the stuff came out against Jerry Richardson in Carolina, and it was like, uh, just like that, the team was gone. And yeah. and I know that he elected to sell the team, but that had to have been because there was some pushback uh, f- against some of the stuff that came out. Dan Snyder has had all of these things that have happened, all of these accusations, all of these former employees. LeVar's talked about it being in Washington. I'm, I'm reading a message right now from one of – and I was – we were really, really cool um, – like I won't say like close. We talked on the phone and we hung out and went out and stuff like that. But one of the main employees that is is we'll say alleging these things. Um, they hit me up the other like literally like two days ago, and I was reading a message and 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 just the way this thing is being handled, like the way it's being minimized. It's so it's it's strange how almost casual I'll say it's being it's being looked at. Yeah. You know, and 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 just the way the the message read, it's like, you know, they're presenting this to Congress like they're trying to take this to Congress. And the person that's handling the situation is collecting information from all these different employees that have have been a part of experiencing a toxic workplace. So so the idea of it is, is once you get so deep down the rabbit hole of understanding that some of this stuff is alleged, some of this stuff clearly is not alleged because you saw that mass exodus of of people who were a part of this organization. Right. When when Michaels and and um, uh, who was who was uh, Bruce Allen, all yep. those guys. Yep. When they were ran up out of there, you I, if you didn't know immediately what that was and the abruptness of how all of those guys left, then you just haven't been – I'm not going to insult you, but you just haven't been paying attention to everything that has been happening. And now where we are right now, it's like one person coming out and alleging this. Like one person – being a part of of handling something should be enough. Like if you really think about it, in the nature of what it is that's being alleged, one is enough. It should be, yeah. Right. You have a whole host of people who are fouling complaints that are a part of this whole deal, yeah. and yet it's still this like kind of like, eh, like if it like we're 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 checking it out and this. Hey. But they changed their name, right? Yeah, that's a, they're, they're the Commandos now. And, and it, and it's they're the Washington every, Commandos. It's, a, so. it, it's at every level, too. It, it's it's people that worked for him. It's all the way down to, to uh, cheerleaders. You know, now that you say it that way, they should have stayed the hell away from Commanders. I mean, because <laughs> yeah. to, to now I guess the running joke will be they're the, the commandos. Washington yeah. Commandos. The commandos. Yeah, and then we all know yeah. what Commando, that you're running yeah. around with nothing yeah, on nothing underneath. On. Yeah. That's a good point. Wow. Which is I like, mean, I think I'm going to forever call them that. I think we might have to coin that. Like, some, nobody yeah. else will be able to take credit for when people start saying the Washington Commandos. Wow. Yeah. I guess as long as Snyder is the owner of the team. But, and you think about, again, it, what what is, what is worse, you know, in terms of w- the level of what can smear the reputation of the shield because that's ultimately what this comes down to what's worse is it is it racism is it is it sexism and like what what's it, it worse could be all of the above I mean, all of the, reality, the above it could be all of the above and and i mean all of the above are associated and attached 
to what's to now. You know, to be honest with you, at first I was really down on RG three announcing his book. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. While I still believe he took the safe route on this, he took the safe route. I'm still interested to see what he may have to say because there are still people that are coming out and having things to say accusations-wise about what took place there during their time. So so basically, in essence, where you thought that there was enough that had came out, there are still things that are surfacing. There are things that are still taking place. And I'm, I'm curious to how deep will it go? How much information will we be allotted? Like how I want to know. I mean, well, I know what I know personally. Based on the Beth Wilkinson investigation that we saw nothing of. Yeah. And then if you look at the track record of the NFL, what they will probably do is shred everything. Much like the evidence from Deflategate that now no longer exists mm. and Pretty much, it, they're almost like um, you know that setting on your phone where if you like if you want your text messages to go in thirty days or whatever yeah, it is, yeah. that's kind of what the NFL is. They Inspector have like a, they have like a five year yeah. deal. After five years, everything's shredded and goes. He's got like there's got to be something that he has on them that that mm. they just continue that, to let this. I don't stuff know happen. that it's something that he has on them. Maybe they know where Jimmy Hoffa spirit. That's a good point. Oh. I mean well, I mean they are a division rival and you know they played at the Meadowlands. I mean Maybe you played knows. at the Meadowlands. I did. Oh, yeah. So I did. did you ever trip over his coffin? Maybe. Oh, okay. Hey, I put Maybe I just didn't even yeah. know. Did you like notice a coffin buried there? I was uh, I got concussed the week before. It might have been because the coffin was underneath. Yeah. And so I'll be honest with you, I probably shouldn't have been out there playing and everything was moving really fast. I was like this is I don't think I'm ready to be back here, but I'm out here. So. That's a good point. I, I, I didn't want to miss a game playing in the Meadowlands, though. <laughs> That's a good point. You don't want to devalue. There's something There's something connected to the value. And until that value goes away, Dan Snyder is going to be in charge of this team. There's something well, bigger at play. It, there's a precedent they don't, they don't want to set because it opens up then, when you for what you just said, when you said it should only take one, the problem then becomes – Okay, then every other owner is going to be subject to that. Those guys know indeed. that, so they don't want to set that precedent where your team can be ripped away from oh, you indeed. for one, one issue. Oh, for one, I mean, that's what they're they're trying to stay in power. But I, I was telling Jonas this before the show. The other thing is, you don't know necessarily too, like how far back something can go before it becomes an issue for you. I mean, we're talking about something now that was what two decades old, or if maybe a little bit more. I know some really damning stuff, bro. About the commandos? Oh. I know some really. Are we still talking to the commandos? Yeah. Or just in general? Well, specifically. (laughs) The commandos? Specific, yeah, to to, to the the team now known as the commandos. I know some pretty damning, like, the thing thing about it is. You know where the bodies are. That's what he's saying. At some point. At some point. Where where does the rubber really, really entirely meet the road? That's all I'll say. Can I yeah. give a stamp of credibility to you, though? Go ahead. I, w- I will, again, always reference this. All right? Have an uncle. Used to be in the D.C. area. They used to, you know, see LeVar out frolicking around mm-hmm. with little Danny. Mm-hmm. With little Danny. So, I mean, you've seen oh, it firsthand. We yeah. were besties. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was a pallbearer. Did you call, did you call him little Danny? I called him Dan. 
You didn't call him Little Danny, though? No, I didn't call him Little Danny. Is it weird everyone else around called him Little Danny? <laughs> well, you, know, you know, they had to call would, him Mr. Snyder. Uh, LeVar wouldn't insult you were, him. You were required to call him Mr. Snyder. That was a memo. Like That was like you're required to call him what a tool. Mr. Snyder. And and if you if if you were at a certain level in in the uh, in the building, you weren't to look at him. Don't look at him. Oh, that's it's a good environment. Like look away when he comes in. Don't don't even look at him. That's some medieval stuff. Yeah, right that's there. weird. Yeah, that's don't, really don't even look at that's him. Sad. But we were. I mean, like I said, listen. I was there was a point in time we were so close that that I you know when his father was ill, I was hit by his bedside. That's crazy. Like I was there for like the last days of Gerald and and Gerald Snyder was a dope dude. Dope dude. And and I spent a lot of time with him. Um there were some really really like intimate moments in terms of just our emotional exchanges because he really loved his dad. Like really truly truly loved his dad. Probably the only thing he's probably ever truly loved from my estimation. Yeah. But well, I mean, I think he loves the commandos because he yeah, keeps trying to hang on. To them. He point. does keep trying to hang. I hang. mean, now honestly, if we're being real, because you know the Broncos up for sale, yep. and the estimated value is around four billion. I mean, now would be the time if you would sell an NFL franchise. It'd be the time put to it sell. Up yeah. to sell. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, it's going to be a that's wild. His own, and to me, at this point, that's his only relevance. If he loses that, it's like. He's lost it all. It's going to be a crazy, crazy couple of months at uh, RFK Stadium. The Commandos. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, we've got some troubling news on a high draft pick. We'll tell you what it is right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to up on game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. <laughs> you got problems. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Um, <laughs> he's got problems, LeVar. I cannot yeah. see what I just saw. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes things happen to you where you can't unsee what you just seen. Oh man! And Berto is is responsible for that happening. Oh, unbelievable! Uh, all right, so we will uh, get into uh, some conversation, uh, more conversation in the NFL top of next hour here. Uh, again, uh, the Thursday edition of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Right now, though, it's time for something we do every single weekday at this time, and it's called this. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer of this fine program, the great Lee Zlap. 
That's right, you guys. In case you missed That's it, right. former number two overall pick Greg Robinson is being charged with eight felony charges of uh, drug possession with intent to distribute a number of drugs, including over three pounds of crystal meth, two pounds of cocaine, and a bunch of other stuff. Why, why are you laughing so I mean, hard, Berto? On. It's harmless, you know. Like, I mean, Why, you, yeah. Do you have a personal relationship with any of those substances no. that you heard? No. Yeah, okay. Okay. Like, I feel like when you hear meth, okay, you're like, oh, I that's like a serious deal. I, I immediately think of Breaking Bad, and and that that TV show. I binge watched it. It yeah, made me physically great. ill. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. It was depressing. I got physically. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, got, I was stressed I binged out it too. Yeah. And I, I got. It, helped, it was after I had back surgery. It's like I need a good show to watch because I'll be oh, literally laying flat for about six weeks. It was and, good. And I don't, it was great. I don't know if it was the like the red mountains in the background because it was New Mexico, but there was something that was really oh, depressing yeah. about that show. Yeah, I got I was depressed. Depressing. It is, uh, man. Can we, can we get to the point of it, it's sad, is what it is. I mean, you had a young man drafted where he was drafted. I mean, let's not forget too. This was part of the uh, RG three trade. I mean, he was probably making. This great was part money. of the compensation that they got in exchange of RG three. And honestly, I mean, the majority of those picks were hits. It's just they couldn't keep Sam Bradford healthy, and so they ended up being kind of a five hundred team for a period of time with Jeff Fisher and, and that Rams team that never could really get over the hump. God, he's only uh, Greg Robinson's only twenty nine years old. Yeah, that's a wrap, folks. Jesus. Uh, I love how the way Lee was reading it off. It was like he was uh, reading the side of an ice cream truck. Yeah, I got one of those. And, uh, one of those, of two of like, these. Uh, 38 pounds of <laughs> Three pot. Three of that. <laughs> 48 <laughs> oxycodone. It's just yeah. like, like, how does that even happen? 40 uh, pounds almost of pot? <laughs> I don't know. He was arrested for I'm... 156 po- uh, pounds back in 2020, and that was his last time. Okay, so just understand this. I am as ignorant as it comes to this sort of stuff. How much is that? Is that like a trash bag full of pot? Like, what does that look like? Forty it pounds. Of weed? On, it just depends on how it's packaged. Like, I know what, what a forty-pound dumbbell looks like. From what I hear, me too, man. From from what I hear, you can. It just depends on how it's packaged up. Yeah. Like if it's okay. If it's tightly packaged, okay, tightly packaged, it could look like maybe one or two bricks. Like a like a like a brick. Two or three bricks. Okay. Right. But but if it's like loosely packaged, it could be like a couple trash bags, you know. I mean, it could be like five, six, seven, eight, nine trash bags that weigh nine trash bags that of that, weed, loose weed would weigh probably that. Uh, I've never forty pounds weed. is that's heavy. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, that's heavy. But if you pack that thing in, like you brick it up, that's you what pack Ju- that that's thing what Jonas in. does uh, dumbbell bench press with. Yeah, I was gonna say like forty yeah. pounds is nothing. I don't know. I mean, I don't really Sets know that much. Sets ten in my sleep. I know about weed. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what about hookah? I, was, I, I love hookah. <laughs> it, it I'm is hookah, I'm my hookah today. Uh, yeah. By the way, we're talking about hookah, not the shoes. <laughs> no. uh, by the way, I uh, don't condone. What you do with yourself, but I do enjoy a hookah here and there. Uh, what, what else we got, Lee? <laughs> you guys, the reported pay for the USFL players has been leaked out. I'll rattle it out here. Training camp is about 600 bucks a week. Practice squad, 1500 a week. Active roster, 4500 a week. Uh, you get winning bonuses of about $850 per player. Comes out to about forty-five grand a season per player on average. I mean, listen. So what, they play 10 games? Uh, is that right, Zach? Because that's what active roster is forty five hundred per week. So if the average player is making 
45K for the season. That's that's 10 games. Is that how many to plan? Um, so this has got to work, right? Because you've now seen multiple examples in recent years of things that have failed. So you know what's not going to work. All right? You know why the AAF didn't work. You know why the XFL didn't work. Okay, why work. didn't they work? Okay, the AAF didn't work because you had to borrow money from an NHL owner. That's the first sign we might have a problem. That's like, well, that, that's it, like not having gas money. And, it's, and, it's not because you had to borrow money from an NHL. That's not why it failed. It was undercapitalized to begin with. They had clearly a bad plan in regards to how much it was actually going to cost to make it run and work. Like any business, right? If you start a business, you're not going to earn a profit in year one. You're probably not going to earn a profit in year two. It's probably going to be hopefully year three if you're good. Otherwise, you better have capital then to ensure that by year four and five you are making some sort of a profit. Yeah, if you're a, a unless fo- you're Amazon, if you're a football league and you're borrowing money from an NHL owner, that's like uh, you go. know asking a bum for a couple bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? I, I love how you needed so badly to get that joke. I in. just want to make sure <laughs> you literally reteed yourself sure, back yeah, up for just it. Want to make sure it's you horrible, know, just, man. It's so it, bad. It, hey, if you can't have such it up a to disdain for for that group of. People, uh, what? I have no idea. NHL why. owners? Nope. What's what do you mean? I don't nope. know what you're talking about. I'm not gonna go there. It's real out here, man. Yeah, it's real <laughs> in these streets. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 